Hello, how are you? I attached the microphone to my to my overalls and I hope it sounds okay, not rustly and weird, but I'm just gonna hope it works out. I know sometimes when I hold the microphone up to my mouth, it's like like my P pronunciation sound weird and so I'm gonna try something different. And it's Friday and it's already halfway through May. I can't believe it. How is everybody doing? Um, I shouldn't even mention it, but then I want to mention it because it's like, why? I'm so human. And it and I'm like, wow, like hardly anyone listens to my podcast. <laughs> like, like at least one time I said it was a baker's dozen. Guess how much now? Like a half dozen like half dozen people but that's okay because you know what there's always lessons to be learned and endurance I'm a big fan of endurance and keeping on and keeping to swim and never giving up so and as much as I say oh man no one's listening and then on the other hand I'll say like it doesn't matter I'm doing this for me I don't know all of those numbers and stats that they show you when you open up the app you're like why why are you showing me that I don't want to know that I only have six friends. <laughs> Not that, that that means friends, but like six listeners. I don't want to know. Makes me feel weird. So, okay, just keep going. And you know what my biggest, biggest example of that is going to be? The story I shared my last podcast about the COVID parade people. That every single night at seven o'clock at the very least two cars always the same two cars filled with the moms and their kids drive by with the signs and they honk their horns and they wave and they wear their Disney ears or flowers in their hair and they're just such a breath of fresh air and I had shared that we that my desire would be to follow them and I was trying to get motorcycle man to follow him with me and but before I get to there, what I want to say is that those families that have been doing this consistently every single night, and I'm going to just say like six weeks, I don't know, it's been definitely a month. I just remember that it was in April, towards the end of April, when I finally started noticing that they were driving by very consistently every night. Um, so I'm just going to say six weeks. They've been doing it six weeks consistently and they have never given up. You know, they drive through this entire neighborhood and another neighborhood and they spend an hour of their night every night encouraging people, spreading love, spreading joy. And not every single person is out on their porches or in the street waving and thanking them more than more people stay in their house than come out really but the people that come out man they make it worth their while I suppose and I feel like those moms are teaching their children such a valuable lesson first of all to to just endure and to to in hard times to focus on the positivity and they are physically showing their kids every night by going out and doing this that they're focusing on doing good in our community. So um, they endure, I'm gonna keep enduring. 
I'm going to just talk about things when I want to talk about things on this podcast that, that I have the availability to do that with. And I just wish they wouldn't show me my stats. That's what I wish. I wish they would not show me my stats, just like on Instagram. Don't show me how many likes and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just very overwhelming sometimes to see that stuff. So I had wanted to follow the COVID parade, what I call it. And um, I had taught, we were getting together with our neighbors just as a recap last um, iPod a podcast episode I had talked about some of the themes that we would do standing out as they drove by and so I had told our neighbors maybe we could follow them like what do you guys think because there's like four of us that are like all into this every night that are in a row that wave at them and cheer and stuff so they said they liked the idea so last Saturday We all pointed our cars out in the driveway. We decorated our cars so that we were also, you know, all dressed up for the parade. And as they drove by, we filed in and we made the parade longer. longer. And that particular weekend, they had four cars and then we added four more. So it was an eight car parade that we went through the whole neighborhood. And let me tell you that even more exciting than waving at them and seeing their smiles is being able to drive through the neighborhood and see all of the beautiful neighbors, the ones that do come outside and wave and dance and get excited and smile. I could not help but smile the entire time. And Abby and I, my horn doesn't work on my Jeep, so that's kind of a sad situation because they're all honking their horns. But we took the top part off so you know it's an open car and we blast music and she was blasting a lot of like praise music and she and I were singing and kind of dancing while we drove and waving and smiling and it was just such a happy time so we were able to participate in their parade and they themselves were so appreciative for us doing that that the next night when they drove by they had ha- they had hand painted and decorated thank you notes and kind of pulled to the side and handed us each a thank you note for thanking us for joining in on their parade and that was also just heartwarming and amazing and um so last night we followed them again but there was just two of us neighbors instead of four and we decorated our cars again and we drove through the neighborhood and doing it twice I was able to notice that there are definite definite consistent neighbors like us that stand out and wave and there's this one little boy that is so adorable and he does this this cute little dance and Saturday I saw it and I saw it last night so I'm guessing it's his thing to do this little dance when everyone drives by it was so cute so we were able to do that with the with the COVID parade, still trying to keep positive. And I'm still going to work Monday through Friday, my regular shift, but sometimes I work a little longer because I'm still learning that accounting program or I'll work a little bit at home. So that my life still has, you know, a sense of routine um, and, and kind of normalcy. Um, we were talking rich and i motorcycle man and i about our upcoming anniversary which is 
next weekend. I tell you, May is my favorite month in the entire year because I get to celebrate my birthday, which was amazing. I got to celebrate Mother's Day, and now the next thing is my anniversary. So all the other months pale in comparison, sadly, because I mean, I love to be celebrated. It's so weird because I'm shy and I'm introverted and I don't like big parties, but I do love to be celebrated and to be um, acknowledged. And so being that it's our anniversary, it's our, um, we were, okay, we were married in 1993. I think it's number 27, I'm thinking. 27 years like after whatever you know like it's like age like I stopped counting I stopped remembering kind of but um so it's it's you know we've been together for a long time and even before that you know we were friends as teenagers we've known each other for so long and um we've never really done what would be like um a monumental anniversary weekend we, I would say the biggest celebration we ever did was going um, up the coast of California and staying in tree bones, which are yurt, yurts. I had had it on my dream list to stay in a yurt. And um, we did that. And I don't know why I'm like spacing on, oh, Big Sur, it was in Big Sur. And oh my goodness, it is so beautiful up there, you guys. It is like so gorgeous. And that I think is the biggest, biggest thing we've ever done. We've never gone out of the country. We've never like gone out of like state even to do anything like big. We've never even taken a week. We usually just take like a weekend or a day. And um, I guess we're just simple like that. But um, I would. If, if I'm just being on, in all honesty, I would love to go out of the country at some point and stay and see something that he and I have never seen and be able to see it together for the first time and see something so different than here. Because typically our, um, our anniversaries are just even spent here in California. And actually they've only been spent here in California. I'm gonna shut the door because Dylan is pulling up and he's going to just come in the house and we might hear him. So I'm going to shut the door. And so this particular anniversary, of course it's weird. We are all, you know, supposed to be staying inside and quarantined and stuff. So I'm like, what are we going to do? And I had joked about around about setting up a tent in the backyard and just keeping it really local but we went on Airbnb last night and they decided that there's gonna the um, ban has been lifted on short-term rentals starting today May 15th and Airbnb um, owners are gonna be able to start renting their properties again and so we found a place in Joshua Tree and it's a bohemian, super cool getaway with an outdoor cowboy tub. And we are just so excited to look at the stars because you can see them vividly out there. And we are going to spend a weekend in Joshua Tree if it's still going to be allowed. It could, you know, change with everything that's happening. 
but I am comfortable with it. Um, I feel okay with it. I'm not sure everyone would feel okay with it, but I think that everyone should have the, the you know ability to think and make choices for themselves and we are okay with it. The owners are okay with it. It's out there with not a lot of population around. It's been empty for all of this time and I just feel okay about it. And I have so much faith in just God and what he's going to do in all of this and what he's doing in all of this and everything always works out for the good. And I try to focus on that. So we are going away and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that, that we're gonna be able to get away. I love spending time with that guy, just the two of us. He makes me laugh, he makes me smile. I just am blessed by this man. He, I don't even know how I got so lucky, you guys. He is just a cool dude. Um, he makes me feel beautiful and smart and he just, I'm so happy that God picked him for me and that he knew that that was going to be my guy. So yeah, I'm just happy about that. Um, and we have grown up together and luckily we've grown together and not apart. Um, but I'm just here to say too, that it is work. You guys, it's not like we just, yeah, woo, just skate through life and it's happy, beautiful roses and poppies and daisies everywhere. Um, there is a, a substantial amount of work that has to be put into relationships and um, we work at it and taking advantage is something we try terribly not to do because that's when you just think that this should happen or this and that and just have all these things that you think you know you don't need to say how you feel for it to be different I am like talking in riddles but saying how you feel is important and I haven't always said what I feel I was talking to Abby recently my biggest weakness is not telling people how I really feel and because I'm a people pleaser so I'm always like I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings and but I'm learning as I'm getting older it's the worst thing you can do because I have um, Abby and Rich are a lot of light alike and so I have watched her and her relationships and she tends to gravitate towards people like me and then I see some of their qualities that are so similar to mine that don't work well with her and it's like my eyes are opened and my example of that is me not being completely honest and open because if you're not, if you have someone like Rich or Abby who thinks everything is okay, they're kind of taken aback when finally you do get the strength to tell them like how it's not been going okay. And they think, well, that's not fair that you waited so long to tell me because I could have been working on those things. I could have changed some things, but if I didn't know about them, I couldn't change them. So I am working on being more honest about things and 
saying my feelings but speaking truth and love and it is not easy for someone like me for for so many years who've kept things inside because I think I'm sparing people of hurt feelings there are ways of letting people know that things aren't going well or you're displeased or unhappy without being mean so I'm learning that and that is one of my my weakest qualities and because and one of my other weakest qualities by the way is my memory because I can't even think about why I told you this but um, my memory could use some serious work and I'm really getting concerned because I'm not getting any younger and I can't remember anything but all of the women my age that I've kind of chatted with about this we seem to have a similar you know thread and that we all have trouble remembering things so I think it's just what I say the menopause brain that just well can't think of anything when I was growing babies I also couldn't remember anything so um, I guess I'm hoping that's what it is besides that I really can't think of much else to talk about maybe that's why people don't listen to my podcast <laughs> I don't know, but I just wish you peace, love, joy, and don't give up. Don't give up. I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep talking on here every now and then. The the people in the do you hear that? The people in the parade they're not giving up and they bring such joy into our lives just by being so consistent. So, you never know who you're touching. You never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. So do your best, be your best, and I will talk to you later. Bye.